Well, hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the Higher Battle Podcast. I'm really happy you're here. It's going to be a good time. We always have fun on Wednesdays, right? Um, But if you're new here, my name is Peyton, and here we talk about Jesus and together walk through the highs and lows of living a life for God. So today, we're going to talk about how to read the Bible. Easy enough, right? You just pick it up and you read it. Well, it's it's harder for a lot of people, and it sounds really easy, it sounds easy enough, but I hear a lot of people say and ask, where do I start in the Bible? I don't know how to approach the Bible. I don't read my Bible because it confuses me. Like, I think the Bible for some of us, for new believers, is intimidating, and it feels like work, and it just feels like a lot. It feels hard to understand, and there's all these factors that play into this, but I got you. We're going to talk about this today. We're going to just talk about how to read the Bible, um, kind of ways I do my Bible studies, how I've kind of got over the, like, anxiety of reading my Bible, I don't ever want you not knowing where to start in the Bible to affect your relationship with God. And you shouldn't just not read the Bible because you think it's hard. Because let me tell you, this is the best book you'll ever buy, ever pick up, and you'll ever read. But I feel like no one's ever told me, like, Peyton, this is how you read the Bible. These are, like, steps in order for you to read the Bible. Um, They kind of just taught from the Bible and I listened and I kind of just had to learn on my own, I guess, the best ways for me to read my Bible. And so, yeah, I thought I would just make it a little easier on you guys, tell you some tips and tricks, kind of like walk through this um, together. But if you have been listening to this podcast for a while, maybe like a month ago or more, we had some guests on Higher Battle and they talked about where to start in the Bible, as in what books. So definitely go check out those episodes if you kind of want to hear a little bit of that in detail. So I think the best place to start out is what does the Bible consist of? And it's a series of many books, poems, parables, stories, letters, historical events, but they all tell one big story. So they all really overlap. If you're reading the book of Ezekiel, it's going to overlap. And, and really, the Bible is just one complete work of these books, poems, stories that really just have to all be read in whole. You can't just pick out the book of Psalms and be like, okay, Psalms is the only book of the Bible I'm going to read and I'm done because there's just so much more and it overlaps and it's the living word and I just love it. It's wonderful. There are also a bunch of different translations of the Bible and it's important for you to kind of find the best one for you, which this sounds silly. The Bible's the Bible, and it's all the best for you, but I really think the translation you choose is going to affect the way that you learn from and read the Bible, and they they really all say the same things. It's not like one translation is changing the whole story, changing everything. Um, It just kind of changes the... uh, like English of it, I guess. So that like the Bible I have is the English Standard Bible. It's a breeze to read compared to like the classic King's King James version. 
personally, I love to compare the translations because between versions, like I said, they use like different synonyms or different like descriptive words. So I really like to see just how each translation uses a word because I think it really does kind of like affect the way that you understand and even like feel and reflect on a piece of scripture. So my main Bible I personally use is the She Reads Truth Bible, which as I said is the Christian Standard Bible. Um, it is, I wouldn't say it's like a full-fledged study Bible because it doesn't have all the like little um, cliff notes in the bottom that help you through it, but it does have some reading plans and it has uh, like some summaries in the beginning of each book about the author and purpose and things like that, which I have loved this. I love how big the margins are on the side so I can just fill it with notes. I've also had the new living translation, new international version, like there's so many versions and yeah. So, I mean, I don't think any of us believers, all of you guys out there, raise your hand if you only have one Bible. Like we, a lot of us have more than one Bible, which I'm not telling you go buy a million Bibles, but it's kind of just something you do. <laughs> But I know some people that prefer a certain version over another, so it's really just all down to your preference and what's going to help you understand the word best. And at the end of the day, none of the teaching tools or study notes in the study Bibles are important. It's really the word, the raw word of God that you need to understand and know because at the end of the day, even when you read like commentaries and things like that, uh, I still think you're going to... Um, get it's going to impact your life different based on your testimony and things like that. Yes, it's the raw word of God and that doesn't change, but I think when you read someone's commentary or their thoughts on it before you um, have your own or your own reflection on it, it's going to, I think they're going to be different. So, what I love to do is is read through a chapter. Let's say I'm in Isaiah, so I'll read through Isaiah 1. I'll reflect on it, see what's going on, um, kind of just try to understand it on my own. And then I'll go through a commentary or uh, study tools, a summary, things like that, and be like, okay, this is what I missed. This was some, some historical things that happened in this time that I missed and, and that I needed and kind of compare those notes and just, I write in my Bible a ton. That helps me a lot. So now you have a Bible of any kind. You have a, a version of a Bible, a translation, and so now what? How do you approach it? So, some people read it from beginning to end. They're like, Genesis all the way through. I can do this. I'm just going to start at the beginning, just straight through. Not all in one sitting, but I'm just saying they like to go in that order. There's other that others that read back to front, like we're going to start with Revelations and go backwards or things like that. And some people skip around. I'm the skipper. I kind of just really like to be like, okay, what are we feeling today? Um, let's read Luke. And then I'll finish the book of Luke and move on. I don't know why. I've never been able to just start from the front. And some people will just want to start in the Gospels and be like, Matthew, Mark, all the way through that way. There's really no rhyme or reason, I don't really think. I'm sure some people will say, yes, there is absolutely a right order to read it. But I mean, I've skipped around and I haven't found an issue with it, uh, but it's really, like I said, up to you what's going to help you understand God's words best. 
And then where do you start? Like what chapter, what book do you start in? I will always just recommend the Gospels as a good starting point, the Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, just because it tells like the overall story of Jesus's life. You really get to know like his characteristics. You get to see uh, just his ministry, his hardships, his love, his resurrection. And it's just great for you to kind of just know that overall story, understand who Jesus is, that he saved you, that he's forgiven you for his sins. Um, Just before you dive into the other books of the Bible, I just think if you're approaching the Bible and you don't know who Jesus is, then that's a really good start. And most of us, I think, we kind of, or if we grow up in a church or things like that, we know who Jesus is. He, We know he died for our sins um, and all of these things. So it's easier for you to just jump into a random book. But I think most definitely, if you just don't know where to start, start in the Gospels. Or I will recommend Genesis, which is just when God created everything. And it's amazing and it's cool to read about and follow as you move into other books of the Bible. Like, that's where it all started. You just read the first sentence of Genesis and it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And you're like, whoa. Like, at first you're like blown away. Or you're skeptical. Either one. But that's also a great place to start because it really just... What a what a cliffhanger right there. You're like, well, I want to read more. Like, how do you do it? How do you decide on this? So <laughs> Genesis is also a great option. So now you know what book of the Bible to start with. And now what? Well, first of all, I definitely think you need to be easy on yourself. And I think you need to start slow, maybe with a chapter of the book you chose or kind of break down each section throughout the week. Or if one chapter feels like too much, kind of breaking that down even further. And if you're just reading it, It might be a really quick read. You might be able to get through like a full chapter. Um, But to understand it, I think usually you need to dive a little bit deeper. And sometimes one chapter can take a while, at least for me. Like one chapter can take me up to like an hour if I really am like researching it. um, Just like really diving into it. But I've also am not always that ambitious. Some days I'll just read it and kind of just soak it in and other days you kind of just want to know more and you want to research, you want to read commentaries and all that good stuff. So it's really just what you feel and I think be easy on yourself because if some days um, all you can do is just read a chapter through and that's it, that's totally awesome and amazing and some days you'll just feel a little more motivation and you can go deeper and you can kind of learn more about the times and just different things like that. There's also a ton of tools you can use to help you understand what you're reading. There's tons of Bible plans. There's the Bible app. There's tons of Christian creators out there that are creating Bible studies and all that good stuff. So, though I don't think you should rely on these things, but they're super nice to have. And they can also help you learn just a lot of the background information about who wrote the chapter, what's going on in the time, what happened in the chapter prior, really just to set the scene and help you understand it on your own better. I think also knowing that there is a purpose for each and every one of these books and these messages, there's like a specific message that God had in mind and had these men write 
in each one of these books. So, there's a purpose and there's a message and there's like specific things God has meant for us to get out of each one of them, which I think is cool. And we also see in Proverbs, I can't remember the exact verse, but God wants us to seek that knowledge and God God has so much knowledge that he can give us. And I think every single time you read the Bible, you just get a little bit of that knowledge and you just learn a little bit more about God. And I love that. It's so fun. But I literally used to hate reading my Bible. It was such a chore. But now I I think I've just matured in my faith. But now I just, I love doing it just for the learning purposes. And it feels like God is your best friend. And you're like reading this beautiful story about your best friend. And I don't know, my mind's changed toward it a lot. Not that I thought the Bible was bad or that I hated the Bible. It was just getting me to read it was like, a chore. It was boring and just all this stuff, all just like these negative feelings about actually reading it because nobody really loves reading, right? (laughs) I'm just kidding. A lot of people love reading. I don't, but I do love reading the Bible, which is, I love that. But I think a lot of us only read the Bible to feel something or to feel better or to get a, a fix. And you'll really know when you're growing in your faith, if you start to read the Bible to learn more, to get that knowledge, to read the Bible, to get closer to Jesus, rather than just for a feeling, rather than just to feel better, rather than just to like feel God working and and just to feel him rather than just to know him. So, one of my favorite resources for reading your Bible is Enduring Word, which is basically just a collection of commentary from David Guzik, who is a pastor, and then other pastors and people that he's collected to kind of write this commentary. So, once again, you can't just straight read commentary. You have to make sure you're reading the scripture, and you can compare it to that commentary. And these uh, people have, like, researched theology and all that good stuff. So, um, they are credible, but you just want to make sure you're never taking just everything from a commentary, and you have to make sure that you're still reading God's Word. Another one is the Bible Project, and I love this one. I actually would just watch their videos all the time when I just didn't want to read the Bible, but basically the Bible Project is a whole bunch of videos. They're like cartoons and drawings. They're really, really cool about different stories of the Bible um, and things like that. I know the Bible app has different Bible plans that use the videos from the Bible Project. I don't know if all their videos are free, like if you go to their website, but that one's also a really great tool if you just need help like visualizing the story and what goes on they're an awesome resource and they use the scripture so they'll like read it and tell it and that one's really cool I always aspired to um kind of be like them like I always thought like man I want to make those videos but (laughs) those are two of my favorites that I use quite a bit that's, I think that's about all the tips I have. I think you're going to be more successful um, with creating a habit of reading the Bible if you pick out a plan or if you have like a goal in mind or if you're doing it with other people. I think there's different ways you can help your su- yourself succeed in creating that discipline and reading your Bible every single day. And I think you will become, you'll, I think you'll really just start to love it. And I, like I said earlier, as you mature and you'll, your faith, you'll start to crave that time with God. And I don't read my Bible every single day. Do I try? Yes, but I'm not perfect. And there's definitely days where I just 
don't get around to it because I make an excuse or I'm too tired or things like that. But yeah, I think just trying to include the Bible in your everyday life, God's word in your everyday life and don't be intimidated because I promise you so many people before you have created tools and like things to help new believers or maybe you've been following Jesus for a while and the Bible's just still really hard for you to understand and it's intimidating. I promise you there's things out there that can help you with that and pray about it. Just tell God that you're just not understanding it. Help him pray to him that you'll get that knowledge to just comprehend what the Bible is saying and yeah also I'm always here if you guys need help. My Instagram DMs are always open for that, all that good stuff. I do post some YouTube videos every Sunday on my YouTube channel. Right now, we are studying the book of Isaiah. I think we're on like chapter 14 now. So, if you want to do that Bible study with us, um, definitely head on over there. But yeah, I'm always here for if you need help and I'll be praying for all of you guys. And you guys are the best and I will see... I mean, be with all of your beautiful faces next Wednesday. Bye.